welcome to the Mindful Surfer podcast with myself, Will Foster, and my co-host, Liam, the thermal croc-wearing Morgan. Do you know what? These are luxury, aren't they? They've got a thermal lining, Crocs. You, you are in the full dad appearance deal right now. Like, you've gone full... It's, it's, it's like the expression, you never go full dad, <laughs> but you've gone full dad. That's, and socks as well. You're wearing socks, socks with Crocs. Do you know something really embarrassing? They're not even bona fide Crocs. They're some sort of rip-off version. You, if you... Cocks. <laughs> if you don't live in the UK, would you know what a croc is? Yeah, it's an American brand. I is think. it? Yeah. Oh. I believe so. So they were We've got to, th- got to thank the Americans for so, the crocs. So crocs, there you go. Um, no, they are. What, I, what I tell you they're not, and perhaps don't, um, don't do this, but um, I was, as listeners to last week's show might know, I was doing a bit of DIY with an industrial sander, sanding the floor in one of my rooms, and I was using these uh, while I was sanding. Now, I'm not sure if they're prescribed safety equipment <laughs> because the rubber so... I don't think the fleece lining is, is has got like a mesh in it that would stop the sander going through my foot. <laughs> but anyway, I've still got all my toes at last count. <laughs> you still got all your toes at least. Well, yeah. talking about footwear, I'm going through a real funny one on my um, my boots, my wetsuit boots. I'm, I've, I've, I'm, I'm currently back on some Solite. Okay. Now, to those of you who don't know what a Solite boot is, that's Solite spelled S-O-L-I-T-E. A bit like light, light Coca-Cola. Spelled E-X-P-E-N-I-S-I-V-E. Expensive <laughs> is what they should be. <laughs> <laughs> to Liam's Northern Roots. Oh, bloody hell, like. Over, over £40 for a pair of boots. I want a bloody pair of shoes for that. <laughs> you want a bloody pair of fantastic shiny shoes for that. Um... They are heat molded, so you you kind of half melt them mm. with boiling water, and then you put your foot in, which scolds your foot, by the way, even though you wear this special sock, um, and it molds to the shape of your foot, which actually is quite cool. A little bit gimmicky, but also quite cool. It does work. Yeah, you end up with a great boot. They fit and feel very differently, though, and so your foot can kind of move around a little bit inside mm. if you've got one foot that's a bit smaller than the other which I have. Um, and so it's been weird. I've had, I've had only like the last two surfs where I've really dialed it, but the last mm, six or seven surfs I've had, I felt like my boot has not been quite right. And it's like, it's amazing how in surfing, the tiniest little thing that isn't quite right, whether it's maybe a little bit too much wax or too little. Yeah fins are a little bit too much finned up or too little fin like surfing is incredibly finely balanced as to whether or not you are in the flow of the experience still have some really fun surfs amazing surfs but it was only on the north coast when we were there on saturday that i dialed those boots which meant that i had to put a the, the so like sock on yeah i've never worn a sock inside a boot it's like wearing socks with uh thermal line fleece like wearing socks crocs. with crocs and it dialed it because it kind of made my foot sort of wedge and stick and felt like it wasn't sliding around inside the inside the boot so much. But um, when are you going to buy a pair, dude? When are you going to well, whip out the credit card? Come I think on, so man. light means that's what your wallet is after you've bought them. <laughs> I bet that's what the marketing team came up with. <laughs> hey, Peter, what do we call these things? It's a so light because <laughs> your wallet is so light when you <laughs> spend the money. Good. That sounded like the half moon. Yeah. Uh, with the Jaffa cake advert. Yeah. Half full moon? <laughs> Harsh moon. I think sometimes um, these surf things are gimmicks, aren't they? Because uh, 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 there's, there's nothing as easily parted than a surfer with his money or her money. True. And so I get them. Nobody's really, I think, still perfected boot or glove technology for surfing. It's no. There's some good stuff out there, but none of it is... Well, maybe this is just my inexperience here for spending on good kit but generally speaking it's still even the expensive stuff even like the dry locks and those things have flaws to them they're not really keeping your your toes or your hands as warm as perhaps they could so i think so i've done a good job in trying to sort of come up with something where it, it's more of a custom because ultimately what you need with stuff like that is a custom fit isn't it yeah you, you need a sort of tailor-made boot or glove that fits your particular hand or foot shape or whatever 
Wetsuits, on the other hand, I, you know, we were saying last week, I, th- I think the O'Neill Psycho Ones and that, just fantastic for all conditions. But when you start putting the, it's the accessory tab, isn't it, on a, on a, a website when you're shopping for stuff like this, the accessories are never quite as good as the billing. I know it's 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 weird how they haven't got the accessories thing dialed. I mean, obviously, Solite have come into the marketplace and and done a great job. I think of revolutionising uh, the boots. Someone needs to do the same with gloves. Maybe it'll be us, Liam. The mindful glove. Yeah. And it's like you know, you put it near your ears, and it's like got special sound that just sort of calms you down at the same time. So, well, with all who this knows? sort of nano technology out there, you think they'd be able to come up with a a glove that warms up? You know, like a sort of little mini battery thing. I know that's a, such a good shout. Like you could wear like a two mil, yeah, thin, thinnest glove, and then it's got a button on it that could just, with a little heat pad, you charge them up. Or yeah. maybe we're giving away too many ideas here. I've got to say, also, I was bent over the washing machine. It felt like okay. by Channel Islands. Liam's like, "Where's he going with this?" <laughs> I was like, were doing quite "I well. had my pants pulled down and bent over by Channel Islands." after a surf and we mentioned this surf last week or maybe the week before what i'd been riding my channel islands board because talk 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 about expensive that channel islands do are a brand they're a big big brand of surf surfboards um al merrick is the original shaper for channel islands and what a hero what a legend come up with some unbelievable shapes in the 90s uh, alongside kelly slater and I've had some Channel Islands boards before, and they are they are exceptional boards. They are. I just went for this, like I'd sold a couple of boards, and I went for this, like right. I really want to try the Spine Tech, and it actually, to be fair, it is good. But the feeling I had after surfing terribly and getting the fins wrong and all these things was that I just I felt I felt like like Al, Mister Merrick. Had had pulled my pants down and 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 done me over the washing machine of 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 surf expenditures. Oh, um, God, that's a hideous <laughs> with no vision. lubrication. Um, but subsequently, it's amazing how it works. I then had a cracking surf on it, and and I was fine. But we we do as surfers, we do. It's one of those ones where if you can do it, it is so much fun. Spend spending a, a few pennies on on surf kit because it's sort of there's something about when surf kit arrives at your house there's a whole stoke involved in it it's like it's not only when it arrives it's when you're waxing it up it's when it's new it, it's not like surf kit is not like anything else i buy like you might buy food or you might buy some clothes or you might buy a, a bit of furniture you know whatever but it's never as exciting no as as surf kit it, what makes you want to go out there doesn't it of course it does that's what it's for and I, i'm very grateful that i got to use my new wetsuit oh yes because it yeah, had that looks really good actually. hanging on the back of a door uh for about two and a half weeks as i was saying i think when we put the last show out we I had a bit of a dry spell and um i finally christened it on the north coast oh, at yeah. the weekend when we had an epic surf that was a really good surf and i i swear i've been trying to do a frontside figure of eight wrap, full, you know, cut cut back off off the top. So it's where you frontside cutbacks are really hard because you you got to generate enough speed going down the line, and then you got to generate enough compression coming down the bowl back down on yourself as you turn your arm back behind you, and then enough release and 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 sorry extension sorry and then compression off the top to be able to re-enter the ball with flow it's it looks so easy on the videos on youtube and you watch kelly do it and you watch these top pros and you just think whoa look at the flow and you think well all he's doing is leaning his rail to one side how how hard can that be (laughs) and here i am 15 years later trying to do that turn and i on Saturday, I did it better than I've ever done. And I sort of came away going, okay, I think I've been trying to do that for 15 years and did it. And it's funny, isn't it? Because you, we put a huge amount of emphasis on the things that we want to be able to do in surfing as a means to make us feel happy. And then when we've done them, it's over. And you go, oh. Yeah. 
So then actually the journey is the happiness. It's all it's, about that. It's never the little highs along the way. Of course, it was there to be enjoyed. And I came away going, whoa, and whatever. But um, it's the journey, isn't it? That's what it's what we're in for. Massively. How, how was your surf? Because well, you like you were having a great time. When you, you know, when you finally drink from the uh, oasis after a drought like that, it's always good, isn't it? Because, you know, as long as you don't put too much expectation on what that surf's going to give you. But it'd been a really sort of tricky two and a half weeks or whatever it was, the hiatus I had between surfs. And so to get up there on the North Coast, uh, unexpectedly, the waves were a lot better than we anticipated. And when when your expectation levels are low and the, what comes to you is better than expected, you always have a good time anyway. So there is that. And then, you know, we had what we would call millionaire surfing, where there is no one else in the part of the beach that we're, we're we're surfing in so it was me you will and your brother toby and it, you know what a great crew to surf with and and so you had great waves great company uh all delivering on time it was just the best sort of session to come back into surfing with and you know that north coast beach we go to is great for me for practice at the level that I'm at because I always describe it like the cricket nets you know that they, they are uh, you you get a sort of almost a predictable wave and the conditions um, have to be really thumping for it to be um, kind of too challenging so it, it's quite easy to dial into a flow state there for me and and so all of those things came together um, to create an amazingly good session and the new wetsuit lived up to billing as well it was so good I'd say, and you and you and you look pretty snazzy in it, and and the pecs were looking pretty strong too. Um, I'm not quite sure about the bulge around the middle. That was, um, you maybe have a bit of a cold. It's quite a cold day, or was? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, I got the restrictor. You got the 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 the, the psycho one techno butter restriction. Don't make other people feel bad on the beach. <laughs> Get nice. the restrictor for your nice wetsuit. Angle. Yeah. <laughs> nice angle. I don't want. Look, I, I don't want people feeling too bad about themselves. No, you don't. That no, not at all. Um, it was special. Uh, we have that North Coast spot. Um, and no matter where you're listening to this podcast from, in the world, I think you know we all have a, a, a similar goal as surfers, which is to find uncrowded or relatively uncrowded waves with friends. Um, there is nothing better. It's it's we are blessed that we have that spot. Now, a lot of surfers wouldn't surf it purely because it's so slow as a yeah. wave and it, it breaks very gently and whatever. But you give it a little bit of size and you can still do these really high performance turns on it. And so it's kind of, it's great because, you know, I would, I would and I've said this many times, but I'd way rather be surfing a, a slightly burgery wave at two to four feet with my mates and not many people around than four to six feet pumping with a ton Always. of people in. And and that that is definitely what I value as a surfer is the joy, is the overall balance of joy. Um, you know, ca can I surf four to six waves when it's barreling or whatever and, and pumping? Yeah, I can. Um, but I think I actually excel more when I'm in those circumstances when I'm with like someone like you and and, and, a, and a, my brother Toby or whoever where it's quieter because you're so relaxed and you know in surfing we know it's it's so mental as a as a, as a, as a sport I don't think there's any sport I've done that's that's so so cerebral in the sense that when you're really chilled and you're relaxed and you're calm you, you you can just lay into turns with with a bit more precision because your mind's more alert it's more focused I think the challenge comes when you're in a more more competitive lineup. Is is how do you keep your focus in those waves, and how do you stay calm, and how do you how do you work out a, a way of of still coming away with some stroke and and having had some waves? You know, yeah. is, is it that you sit further in? Like I tend to do this thing where, if I'm at a really pumping spot, and I'm not local, I don't know the I don't want to sit directly on the peak and wait for the set waves. It's just to sit further in, and you might have to stick a few on the head. But we had that the other day, in fact. There was a surf that we didn't really talk about um, that I had at another North Coast spot that does kind of pump a bit more, uh, is a bit heavier, is a slightly heavier crew as well. And and everyone was was generally sat waiting for the set waves. And, and, and I just sort of thought, well, I could do that, 
and get five, ten ways out of the whole session, two hours. And yes, each one would be a bit of a smoker and, and be amazing, but I could get 20, 25, 30 waves that each I can still do maybe one or two turns on. They're a little smaller. And again, I'd always rather go for that because, you know, we're all different to surfers. Some surfers are, are amazing because they will just sit and, and wait. And, and I haven't got the patience for that. I like to get on with it and, and sit further in. Uh, what do you like on that? Do you, do you, do you, do you prefer that kind of higher wave count, smaller wave, or do you yeah. prefer sitting? I've always liked sitting on the inside anyway. And so, you know, even on some of the walloping days we went out and I, when my paddle fitness wasn't there, you know, to kind of just take the inside is, that's where I think I probably started with that. But, but actually it's more rewarding often because fewer people are doing it and a wave's a wave, isn't it really? And, and for me, as long as you're getting the requisite number of waves for your enjoyment of that session that's all it really matters you know and interestingly because we just had you know we we're recording this but sort of a week in advance and for anybody that wants to know about the sound we are outside again it's outside in the cold recording this i am starting because we can't now. get in the studio so it might be a short episode this one <laughs> but we just had a session <laughs> and and the session that we had just now compared with saturday where it was b bigger and, and more pumping and and the one we just had was up back to our usual you know when people started watching the beginning of this sort of mindful surfer thing um it was all about almost that ben gravy vibe of novelty waves and micro surf and and kind of getting the best out of the microwaves that we we get and we just get in get wet don't get upset and we just had another session like that and it was you know when we first got in we thought there is no swell to surf here and then suddenly out of nowhere you get these little nuggets that are entirely surfable and the stoke is as high as some of those pumping days where it's fully crowded it's a battle for the peak and there's too many people in so it's 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 amazing how each surf session can present something so different from a you know and and in terms of reward that you get from it it's so different from the you know i'm, I'm getting some performance kind of if you like enhancement <laughs> that's a i think there's a pill you can take for that performance <laughs> enhancement uh on the waves that are a lot more challenging but then you get the stoke enhancement on these like microwaves that some people would look at and go i'm not getting in there it's rubbish shit the shit wave police would be up and down the prom saying you can't go in Nino, yeah. Nino, it's, it's fucking shit. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> oh, it looks a bit shit, doesn't yeah. it? And you think, yeah, to you, yeah. it looks shit. And that's okay. Uh, everyone has a different opinion. It's the one thing we learn as humans as we get older is, my God, do humans have different opinions? And that's fine. Absolutely fine. What you like to find, though, is those other surfers who have that same view on life an opinion of let's make the most of everything we have and yes we might not live next to Uluwatu you know on our doorstep we we, we live in a place where we get wind swell it's kind of weak um it doesn't barrel we're not gonna have that kind of experience but you will get the wave of your life in that sort of figuratively when you have the right mindset it's it's all about mindset if you can release the shackles of ego that say, you know, I need to be looking good, really good, with massive spray, getting deep barrels to be someone who enjoys the surfing. And I'm not then saying it's not then just about the look either, because I empathize with that surfer who who struggles with micro surf and smaller days and mushy yeah. days. I do empathize with that because until you've developed that mindset that can ride a bigger board, let's say, or something that, that can make the most of it, 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 it is hard to get the flow experience and I, I i see surfers do it today where in the town we're in they're still going out on their smaller board um designed for turns when there is just nowhere to do a turn and i sort of empathize with their lack of flow maybe and i sort of almost want to say look just hop on a a longboard or, or a foamy and you might have have that flow as well but it is the ben gravy mindset like ben gravy for us is so much of why we started this 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 podcast because we were getting some really fun surfs in together in one foot two foot little dribbly just fun bits of surf because it just it's just nice to be in the sea you're looking at the view it's still panel fitness you're still getting that little feeling of standing on the board it's that little transition between paddle 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 oh my board's getting the wave and then boom up yeah. you're getting all that sort of bit that, that, that makes surfing so fun. Now, yes, you're not flying down the line. You're not doing huge turns and you're missing that bit, but you, there is flow experience to be had. I th and I th I've said this before on a number of occasions. It's two things. 
one, it's mindset. You know, where is your mind at? Is it focusing on what you don't have currently or is it focusing on what you do have? So it's that. And then it's secondly, what board are you riding? Yeah. Because your Mick today yeah. was catching everything. And I that's love what, that how board. many liters in that, dude? That's 45, 45 I think, in, in a 510. That's insane. Yeah. So many liters in a 510. I, mean, I, I constantly look at this. I would describe it as a, it's a foam puddle jumper, really, yeah. in many ways. It really behaves quite similarly to that. I know that would upset a lot of people because it's not very, but it is. A, I think I heard Ant from Humby describe it as an accidental ripper that board, and I would to say it is. It's it's a. It, I never expected it to be quite as good as it is as a as a big chunk of foam, but the fin setup on a quad fin it is epic and it's fast and it gets into everything and you can have a lot of fun on it and and it's almost indestructible as well. I've hit so many rocks and stones with it and it's still going. I remember you getting that board and we were yeah. in a surf shop surrounded by boards, surrounded by the smells, the clothes. I'm like, fuck, I fucking love surf shops. It, it was Masha at Tiki. And it was Masha at Tiki yeah. who talked to you about it. Yeah. And it was great. I was so stoked that you bought that board because I think it was the first time I'd seen you because you'd been riding. You hadn't. You didn't even have a shortboard or a puddle then. I think you had... I think I had the retro rocket from Gulfstream. That maybe. was all you well, had, Speed Dialer, actually, which yeah. is a sort of fish shape, it was, it was, which is a great board as well, by the way. So it just goes to show that, that, that taking that leap on a board yeah. is a very important thing to do as a surfer. When you're progressing and you're really getting into it, it's quite important to take that little bit of a leap. And it, it's, you know, this is a mindful conversation because everyone, you know, people talk and quite obviously and sensibly about being mindful of, of not spending too much. And yeah. I get that, I, I do. Um, it, there's another way around to that too it's spending too little it's kind of we've got to know where that line is you know and, and when you went for that board yes you got to buy a board it's it's quite a few pounds or dollars or whatever you're, you're using but it could really suddenly do a yeah. lot for your, your happiness and joy and um, that was that was, that board I swear you've ridden that thing over a hundred times and, and, it's the most ridden board you've used I and in such a variety of conditions from like one foot to overhead that's and it. it's been it, it, it's sort of dare i say i mean there's sometimes when it's a bit you know the waves are too much for the amount of foam and that sort of that but but as a sort of overall like stoke machine in your quiver i think it's a brilliant thing and hopefully mick fanning will one day give me some credit for pushing his yeah uh, man sort of manufactured boards he, he, can, he can send you the log I, I still think that there's a log in your quiver that's almost is it there i mean well you do tend to still be able to get bloody everything even tiny ways on your mick but i'm just saying for me for me too yeah it's that mick does as well as catch surf do things like six tens seven yeah. twos it's a nice size yeah. and they still come with that huge amount of foam yeah. like 60 70 80 liters it's it's it's, it's nuts isn't it just it to actually before i forget because another person who's kind of as i say inspiration for the show um kind of really pushed that foamy revolution as well as Ben Gravy because yeah. he's now I mean the the, the Wave Bandit um, boards are made by the same company that make Catch Surf I believe it's sort of some sort of same 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 manufacturing process but slightly different board and um, y you know that kind of um, if you like permission for uh, what is sometimes a very serious pursuit or image based pursuit but permission from yourself but particularly sort of people who you, you, can, you might look up to to just go and have fun regardless of what you're riding i mean ben gravy seemed to and, and jamie o'brien sort of got into that as well really sort of emphasized that that's all it's about so you know big big kudos to those guys and congratulations to ben gravy as well on getting married this week i think yeah i saw week. that advertising mr and mrs gravy well done YouTube. yeah ben gravy fair play there you go mate i'm really interested to see what happens to the likes of ben gravy uh, Jamie O'Brien, these kind of guys, when they have kids, if yeah. or when, if or when, when or if they have children, because it it shifts things, it makes things different, doesn't it? And and if you're listening to this now, without kids, I can massively empathise with the position you're in in terms of how I viewed whether to have children or not, because as a surfer. Inherently, we're selfish. Like, we, we are thinking of ourselves. We're thinking of, when can I go surf? How long is it going to be for? <laughs> Where's it going to be? Uh, 
and 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 for how long can I, you know, so and how many sessions can I have and all these things. So you know, we are obsessed as surfers. When you're in this in this thing, like like Kelly Slater once said, you know, it's like being part of the mafia. Once you're in, you're in. Um, and and the the thing that you know, one of my biggest hesitations of having, having children was that I thought, well, if I have kids, that's it. Bye bye. Bye bye surfing, and it doesn't have to be like that at all. No, and and you know, and everything has a balance. Um, it's mad how your paradigm does shift when you then do have them. You know, when I'm surfing now, now listen, I'm just as I, I go to say all this, I've got my entire family going. <coughs> tut tut. <laughs> I can, I can hear them. Even now. Liam's going. No, what, everything you're going, about to say is a crock of yeah. shit. However, in my little mind, in my little world, I do have a slight handle on, oh, okay, I better get back now. And it sort of changes yeah. things. It's like, <laughs> instead, yeah. instead of a four-hour surf, I'm thinking more like I could go through, I, could, I better do like three, three and a half hours and get back. But uh, it, no, it, it doesn't have to be like that. And I think it's one of these ones where if you have an understanding partner yep. who who gets that you know, they're with you because you have that spirit for life. You have that joy for life. And that's surfing's part of it. Then why would you then try and change that? So I don't think, I don't see how things would change if you... No, I think that's like, but that could be really attached to any pursuit that you yes. are passionate about in life is that the the best people around you will only encourage that and will, you, you know, help you make time and vice versa to explore and enjoy all of the things that you you previously did and you know we all change as humans over time you know for, for good and bad actually sometimes but you know to have someone who is in your corner without it being a codependency is a fantastic place to be really for anything really but particularly when it comes to surfing because you have to be able to um give time and sometimes unexpectedly to the waves because you can't predict that, you know, you can't say, well, um, yes, there's fo- forecasting and all that sort of thing. But as surfers, we are ready to go, aren't we, at any given moment when there's a bit of swell. And you, you do need a bit of understanding in any, whatever re- kind of uh, relationship you're in, um, then to, to be able to facilitate that. And uh, it's important, I think, that you, you're able to kind of access that mindfully as well. And it works both ways. So true. And what's interesting is when you have co-workers or clients or people in your in your circle who aren't surfers or haven't experienced being around surfers they just don't get it they no, don't they I don't know. they don't get it and it's it's a lack of empathy uh it's a, it's a funny word to use because christ we're only going to do something that's that's a bit of fun but shit we all need a release for that mental health for that spiritual health so i'm saying that but then again you know it's very it's god it's important that we go and have some fun and, and make life uh, light in that way. But it's funny because you do, you have sort of, you know, I can even look back at, you know, people in my, in my, in my sphere over the years gone by and, 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 you know, dropping everything and going and getting that swell. And they're like, what you, what, but you've got that on and you need that to do that. And you go, yeah, but that's the beauty of surf. It well, I, only I, turns I, up in that moment. That's what makes it special. It's a, it's a really good point about, like people who don't understand, you know, non-surfers, it's really hard to explain to them what you're doing and, and, and the, the goodness it brings. But I would always say, and, and this is totally non-judgmental because there's enough judgment in the world and enough sort of let's separate each other into categories of this, that and the other. You know, you, you're for that, you're against that, you're with that, you're without that. You know, the world would be a better place if everybody just accepted and, 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 and lived in a kind of completely non-judgmental live and let live sort of environment providing nobody's hurting each other. So. That that that's my sort of soapbox moment, but for those people who would say it's selfish to surf, but at the same time go and spend a whole full day, I don't know, put your other activity in, shopping, drinking, um, scrolling through social media, um, playing golf, whatever. It's about creating time to go and do something. But the the the, the stoke that you bring from an activity that you put so much joy into and therefore gives you so much joy back. I always say, makes you a better human when you come out anyway. Yes. That's my so, argument, the whole so thing. So true, dude. Dude, dude, you have literally just explained the back of the book I'm going to write one day called Bringing the Stoke Home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember seeing um, a good friend on the beach once and uh, 
he had not gone surfing. And I looked at him and we had that moment you have with a, with a friend who's not gone in and you've gone in and, and he was there and I, and he went, was it, was it good? Oh man. I went, oh yeah. And, <laughs> and, I, and I, and I said, look, you know what? You, and I said to his partner, I said, and you know what? The best thing is the house stunk of stoke. When I came in, you know, I filled it. I filled it like a beautiful aromatherapy all around the house and isn't that isn't isn't my dear wife so lucky that she <laughs> she gets this aroma the new parfum by yeah we got surfboards do you know that would be a really funny skit to do a to get a top surfer doing one of those stupid perfume adverts those what is wrong with perfume ads? <laughs> what is wrong with perfume no but i'm saying like what is why are they so i know it's it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen on they TV. Are so st- yeah. weird. And, and they are so weird, and 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 you have some top artists, top top people who are in the top of their field. The likes of Johnny Depp, um, Lady Gaga. I've seen one recently. There's a there's Natalie a, you know, Portman. Yeah, all these people, and and they're doing the most. They're saying lines that just completely degrade their whole like image. I mean, I'm looking at it going. Anyway, but my point is. Is uh, and I uh, odor odor stock, and the, it's the it's the it's the fragrance you bring home after the waves, <laughs> <laughs> and you want to do like a picture of like Kelly Slater in some like really posh like tuxedo. You know they always tend to be in tuxedos and give her something special for Christmas. <laughs> That's the one. Just talk. <laughs> That's the oh, bring us something special. That's really good. That's that's funny. Uh, uh, bring us something special. Um, or him, whatever. Or him, or, or anything else. Anything else in between. Keep inserting so, what you will. So, yeah, I I think you do bring that home with you, and, and there is a there is a sort of what was it? Lewis was saying you're um, one of the guys that surfs here. I'm, I'm crediting him with this, but it's the best pub in the world. Surfing, the surf, the the the, the, the ocean, the surf. Um, sort of vibe is the best pub in the world because you can spend four hours in there getting waves surfing with your mates having a good time building those stoke levels and you come home dare i say better human than the person that left the house to go down to the beach providing you've (laughs) approached the surf mindfully and you haven't had a shocking session but at the same time you could go to a pub and drink sort of five or six pints in that time and invariably you know you might be a good drunk but you come home and you're still slightly skewed, dampened, uh, up, down, sideways version of the person that you are. And I, I just think surfing is almost the healthy uh, pub, if you like, for going and releasing a pressure valve. And in fact, uh, you know, last episode we were talking about me not surfing for a while and the sort of feeling that that gives you and kind of where it leaves you. And with all the kind of crazy shit that's going on in the world right now, um, well, you don't need us to talk to you about it, but it, it kind of waves heavy on your mind sometimes, doesn't it? The sort of uh, the, the 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 real world, shall we call it? You know, the kind of world in which we are um, programmed to live in. But without surf, sometimes, which is a reset for a lot of people, which is a sort of a, a place of finding that equilibrium and that balance. You know, it, it, you can start to tip into a, a version of a version of whatever your chaos is. So to go and reset that, to visit that kind of ocean, uh, if you like, environment that gives you so many uh, benefits for mind, body, and spirit, and and then therefore you bring that stoke home, is 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 a very very important part of life because it, it, it and it, and and I can feel it myself. The calm that's come from the Saturday session and yesterday and today is a different calm that came from, you know, a week ago having a great time, albeit, but drinking and, and partying in, in the city. So all of that stuff is, is, is I think, a, a version of yourself post-surf, because the Stoke's in there, that is better than the person that hasn't had it for a couple of weeks. So true. And I think that it's a habit as well. Yeah. Self-care. Um, put surfing into that. Uh, it, it's a self-care habit. Um, and choosing yourself to care in that way so you go in and you go surf and you make the time it is a habit it's all habits and it's very easy without realizing it to get into the work habit and to get into the chores and the to-do lists and and things like that and and you you find yourself 
oh wow hang on i haven't even been thinking of of making time for myself and it's very very important that you do um when you've had those sessions they surfing like any exercise is a, is a miracle drug it it gives you perspective because you provide your brain with uh feel good juices feel good chemicals that yeah broaden perspective and and it's 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 an amazing thing cuz you know your your mind you know there's that there's that old quote I, I didn't know I had a problem until I started thinking about one as in your mind our minds all of our minds can can go into these weird places where we're creating drama when there actually isn't any and that's an amazing thing that it does and when you do meet these people who who are really in the drama like you know you know like you and Eileen will have those bits of drama naturally like all humans and be aware of the irrational kind but there are people who aren't aware of their minds and they are living in a drama it feeds them all the time and and and, and what you want to be able to say to them is is say look if you just took better care of yourself and and took and, and did some exercise did some surfing and did or did something just to, to 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 just get away from the mind and get into the body and and broaden that perspective that you'd then be able to look back at the things you thought were a big deal and, and start to go, God, geez, that's, that's not only a small matter. It's a matter of non-presence, as in all of the problems that I so-called call problems are a matter of past and future. If you are present, you can't have a problem. You have a situation. You then don't call it a problem. Now, listen, if there's even if you're surrounded by tarantulas, you have a situation. And yes, your heart is beating more quickly than normal but you have a situation you don't have a drama a drama is when your ego has projected itself either into the future true or or pulling itself from the past there is no such thing as drama or stress or a problem there's nothing it can't be as soon as you're present you're looking at it through your truest lens and your truest lens is it's the isness of it as in let's say there's a problem at work okay we're calling it a problem but really Let's break it down. What? Is, okay, well, there's a lack of it, right? Well, there's a lack of that. Fine. So what can we do to supply the lack? Well, we can do this, this, and this. And before you know it, you're breaking it down and realizing it's just a step-by-step process. And when you're being calm about it, it's like, hang on, there's, there is no problem. Because in the end, like, even if you doing something with your life doesn't achieve what it is you were trying to solve, you can still be present. Because obviously that means that that wasn't meant to be. Then try another method, and then before you know it, you you you've tried another method and it's working. And you think, what what was all the fuss? You know, too true. Yeah, um, but, absolutely right. But there's me saying that to myself. Well, you know, and I can get myself into a tears as much as anyone. Well, everybody um, can. I mean, that part of this thing, isn't it? Is we, by talking about it, you come to realization and solutions, and not sitting on it and not thinking about what other people are thinking and all of that stuff that is a chain of thoughts, really and perceptions and perceived perceiving a situation that is not often the reality as you're saying if you kind of bring yourself back to the present then you're only dealing what's in front of you at any given time and so it is it it is part of mindfulness to do that isn't it and whatever your however you access that through meditation um, through relaxation techniques through surfing brings you and that's why surfing does that for a lot of people and that's why it kind of the it is the mindful surfer kind of as a project that we're doing is that you go well surfing becomes almost a raw it's one of those things that's a raw truth isn't it you, you're in there and it isn't pretend nothing it's pretending to be as a wave energy there are things that you with your ego can pretend to be around it you know with the things you attach to surfing but that's your ego projecting those things onto surfing as well or whoever's it might be Whereas when you're in the water and you're just doing what it's throwing at you, it's it's as raw and as true a moment as you can get. And those moments of truth and raw reality, if you like, don't need anything else. They don't need any explanation. They don't they don't they only need you to kind of enjoy it and be joyful in the moment, you know. Big time. Yeah. Well said. Um anyway. Anyway, what an intro. Um are we, are we frozen yet? I'm, it's I'm cold. pretty cold. Got, every now and then I get a little shudder. Yeah, It's the kind of shudder you get at the end of a wee. Do you ever get that? Smirnoff did an advert <laughs> on that. Do you remember back in the day? They called it the shudder. Do you remember? No. Nope. You do, when you do, 
really been bursting for a week. You probably don't. You only wear that once a day, don't you? <laughs> Liam is the camel. Um, I, on the other hand, and the river, um, and we a lot. And it's like a little, just at the end, like, ooh, just a little. <laughs> just. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Have you ever been arrested in a public <laughs> toilet, Will? Who's <laughs> <laughs> this strange man making strange noises in the toilet right now? Um, yeah, that could put a few people off. Hey, hope you're enjoying the show. If you connect with what we do here at The Mindful Surfer, why not share it with your friends? Or go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Because the more ratings we have, the more likely it is Liam and I can come back week after week and keep building this community of mindful surfers. Now, let's get back to the show. Um, moving on, segment number two, The Mindful uh, Surfer. Just a, a couple of moments to check in with your breathing. So take a breath in through your nose. And breathe out. And take a breath in. And breathe out. And breathe in. And really pay attention to the breath on the way out. And take a breath in. And then breathe out. Again, one more breath here. Really hold your breath at the top. I want to take a breath in through your nose. Can you hold your breath? Really notice your body. Notice your surroundings. And then breathe out slowly. One area that mindfulness really comes into play is with other surfers in the lineup and we've discussed that on a number of occasions and it's a conversation that will never grow old because if it was just you and your mates every single time that's all you ever had imagine that as a utopia if you will that every time you go surfing it is just you and two mates and that's it it would be amazing be lovely and it's interesting this You'd adapt to it. It's like anything. Well, you've we got to find every- yourself two mates first, <laughs> and then you can tell me what, what it's like. Yeah, quite. I've got to find some friends first. Was Liam's like, have you got, actually got any mates? Because I'm not actually your mate. I don't know if you know that. Anyway, is um, it's funny to think that you'd adapt to it. The, the reason why those uncrowded sessions with friends are special is because they are rare. Now... The reality of things is a lot of surfs are going to be crowded and they're going to be crowded with people who are, you know, a bit difficult and giving off a difficult vibe and you've got different surf equipment in there. You know, we've mentioned before that there's, you know, there's kayaks and stand-up paddlers and body surfers and boogie board. We all different pieces of, of equipment, but we all the same goal. And it is to get a wave, go down the line, have fun, have exercise, be in nature, etc., where mindfulness comes in is notice, noticing how much our ego, and you mentioned this earlier today, Liam, uh, is in a game of separation. I'm over here and you are over there. And, and that is what it's doing. And it's, it's just spotting it and it's judging surfers. And surfers are so judgmental. It's incredible. True. Whether it's the kit, kit that they are using and I'll be the first to admit that I'm like that. You know, it's whether it's the way they're riding, it's it's age, it's it's body shape, it's a, you know, it's the size of the board, you know, how small it is, how big it is, you know. It it's so much going on. It's how many waves they've had, you know, the the way they're approaching the lineup, etc. Um and would we would we love it that all surfers respect surf etiquette and do all that kind of stuff and, and respect the safety elements and things. Would we love that? Yeah, of course we would. But is it realistic? No. No, because it's made up of humans and humans are different. But we are judgmental because that's why we have kooks, isn't it? That's why we call people kooks in surfing because we like judging other people. As I say every time, it because it makes you feel better about your ego or your ego, it feeds off the idea that you are superior to other people. And I think I would always say, you know, in surfing and life generally is beware of those people that seek to exploit those divisions in 
because we're all just humans trying to get the best out of certainly in the surf everybody's in there hopefully to have a good time and of course you get a few knobheads because <laughs> that's life and that as we know is the only dividing line in life of peoples is that you get nice people and knobheads whatever kind of you're into or flavor that you kind of decide to take in life and and so you know to kind of uh, to kind of bring judgment into idea of surfing and to try and divide and, if you like, make yourself feel better because of that, is you're on a hiding to nothing. Because as soon as you, your ego is into that game, well, you're always going to feel an inferior to somebody else because your ego is looking and feeling that it's not quite good enough. And then that's when you, the insecurities creep in as well. So to sort of remove judgment from all those areas, whether you're better or worse than anybody, means that you can sort of become a little bit more harmonious maybe in your existence i would say so so true and i can very happily admit that there have been a ton of occasions where i've had person x down as y in my head and they've turned out something else completely like zed i was going to go keep going with that they turned out like zed yeah <laughs> what from police academy <laughs> yeah well quite <laughs> Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they would have. Oh hello, but they. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. But it is. It's. It's like nobody a, is what you. It, no, yeah, is and we don't never, even know who people do. We think we do. We don't, don't know what shit they're going know. through, or as nah. well. And I've I've had that. And you kind of go. Is he looking at me? He's looking at me funny in the lineup. But no, they're just having a bad day. I might have. I mean, it's like me if I haven't got the contact lens and I'm looking at everybody funny, thinking it is. Is that Will? <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah, I mean, judgment is a funny old thing. It is. And it only separates you from your wellness, really, Yeah, when you think about it. Because when have you ever felt good? When you're separating yourself from others. Yeah. Like I'm better, they're worse, or I'm worse, they're better. And, and, and aren't they doing it wrong? I'm doing it right. What, it, you know, and if that is something you think makes you feel better, well, that's, a, that's an interesting level of unconsciousness that someone's in. Because then they really are in this belief that, you know, I'm better yeah. being here, doing what I'm doing, righteous, et cetera. We've all been there. And, and, and that's, that, you know, we've got to be really careful to, to, and mindful to be able to spot that. Because actually it affects your surfs. You know, I, I think that surfers who seem to consistently have the best surfs are the ones putting out the best vibe. And, 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 and that's cheesy, very corny. But it's fucking true, man. It's so true. Well, if, if you, you go in with a good vibe, you get good things happening. Yeah, that's life. Fucking so true. Are you frozen yet? I'm. I'm getting there. Well, hands. We, we, hands are getting there. Moving on, segment number three. Uh, mind body stoke. Things Liam and I have been working on with the mind and body to raise a stoke. Um, I have been reducing my fat intake as a means to control calories now. I've mentioned this on a number of times on the show that the better the shape I'm in in terms of body fat percentage, the better I surf. And, I, and, and that is absolutely a pure correlation in my view. I don't know if, if every surfer can, can, can say the same. I want to know your thoughts on that in a sec, dude. Um, for me, I always thought it was just my snap that was better um, because you're a bit lighter. And a bit more powerful, but it's everything. It's how well I compress and then extend. And listen, I was not fat before. I, I, I by by sort of average standards, I was nowhere near um, fat before. But everybody, all of us, are individual. There's no comparison. There's, comparing yourself with someone else in any way, shape, or form is silly anyway. But in particular, with 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 physical performance, because you know only you know how you feel. Um, and for me, my my very very buttery coffees, which might have been causing me to have the squits as well, oh, yeah. uh, the other day. You know, don't you know? As as rule number one of life goes, you know, when you when you're a bit unsure about a fart, do not push. <laughs> do not. That's rule number one of life. That you, you know, you come out of the womb. That should be that should be tattooed on your forehead. Um, yeah, it, it, it's just bringing down the calories gently a little bit. And it's one of these ones where, as per The Perfect Health Diet, which is a great book, it's still for me. I've read a, a, you know over 100 more nutrition books over the years and listened to thousands of hours of people talking about nutrition. And it's still the smartest 
well put together nutrition book of all time in my view the perfect health it's called the perfect health diet by paul hamoney and there is a chunk in there on on fat loss and i still swear by all the things in there it's intermittent fasting it's reducing your omega-6 intake that's a big one which is a huge one that's the inflammatory response that omega-6 creates which is found in 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 processed seed oils such as sunflower oil and rapeseed oil and all these kind of safflower oils that are used to make fried foods and processed foods from from packets biscuits crisps and things like that so it's it's to practice intermittent fasting it's to reduce your omega-6 intake and it's to overall look at fat consumption because the way that muscles work is that they can uptake what we call uh, carbohydrate into the muscle, into the liver. Now, that's what that's what gets stored as glycogen. So when your body has digested carbohydrate, it, it shuttles it off into, into your muscles and into your uh, liver. And it's why it's very important to do weight training because the more musculature you have, the more, more stature you have in that way, the better your body yeah, can, can manage its carb intake. So you, you're much less likely to get diabetes and, and heart disease the more you practice resistance training, not even cardiovascular training, resistance, resistance training so that you've got that muscle there to take on carbohydrate. But then once you've got your carbs, you've even got protein, which is used to, 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 to repair muscle and grow muscle. So you need carbs and protein inherently, but the amount of fat that you need in your body is actually open to debate. So... You, you know, for example, an avocado a day, three egg yolks a day, a few knobs of butter here and there each day is, is a good place to start, I think, in terms of fat intake. But to keep ramping up fat in from there is to more just make food bloody delicious. Because oh, food is tastier and tastier and tastier when, when you add fat. Like that that's just the bottom line. So has my food tasted as nice as it normally? Well, not quite. Because I've kept my carbs the same, which is still about 250 a day. I'm still on about 150 grams of protein a day too. But my fat has gone probably down from, I'd say, 100 grams a day, which is about 1,000 calories from fat, down to like 70 mm-hmm. or 60. Not much. It's not a big drop. So that's still about 3,500 calorie a day for me, which I need. But the point is, is I, I wanted to do it to just trim down a little bit, nothing crazy, because I was I was noticing days where I was just feeling a bit heavy on the board, on my snaps and stuff, and I have noticed that I felt lighter, and it feels good in the surf, and you know, we, we talk a lot about c- keeping it mindful, this whole whole thing of, of, of how you look versus how you feel, and you, you, you might have a, a sort of woke brigade going, oh, it doesn't matter what shape you're in, and, and listen, I, I would agree 100% it's just you all that matters is how you feel well I think that's it it's basically saying you don't care what shape other people are in you just care what shape you're in that's it <laughs> whatever and that you know, look after yourself really that's it um, and so it's, it's just dialing that in I think you know it, it, I'm always playing with, with with food I think it's a a thing that, 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 that dare I say should be played with that's a silly word but it can, can be played with if mm-hmm. you if you are not quite getting sometimes the results that you want to and, and I think this is a really strong and personal belief I have that if you get in better shape so that's that's you know in terms of leaner and more muscular and, and fitter in that way that it has a huge effect on, on your surfing surfing is massive when you've made gains physically you know yeah. strength and f- the way you feel has been enormous benefits for surf because if you can't do it that's this is a personal thing to me the things i couldn't do outside of the surf um you can't do in the surf and to to access some of those gains uh, and therefore to engage a better flow state that's why that's why i was doing it uh, you need to you need to make some of those gains well however that comes whether that's musculature whether that's kind of dietary whatever it might be all the things that lead you to feel better and therefore you know in inverted commas perform better give you better access to a greater sense of flow but and and this is talking to myself here and you know people who listen to the show regularly know about the kind of enjoyment of beers and chalk dark chalk and all that sort of stuff there is sometimes a bit of pain to go through to to have to cut those things out but the gains that you get through on the other side is 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 better but it like everything will it's that balance for me it's kind of dialing in some of those things but also having a good time as well 
Yeah. And because that makes you feel good. And then you take that feeling into the whatever pursuit you're doing, but in this case, surfing. And then you, you kind of, you, you, you're accessing it via a sort of equilibrium, this kind of balance that you get, you get through feeling good on all fronts uh, and then doing a sport or a pastime that you love. You know, that's it for me. Very nice. Oh, um, your fingers have gone blue. Things are blue. Toe, toes are getting there. It's quite chilly. I find if I get cold, um, surfing properly cold, yeah. really affects my surf. Like my, it's amazing how cold shuts down your everything faculties. You know your brain, your yeah. balance, and and whatever. Invest in a good suit. Shall good, we say good suit and as good a boot and gloves as you can get. Good and boot as you can get. More even than a board because mm. the board can always always be got, got secondhand. There's so yeah. many secondhand boards out there. But get a good suit. Um, Dude, anything you want to share? No, I'm good. I, I, I think you've sort of covered everything there. Because also there was a mind one we were talking about expectation, wasn't it? Like, I oh think yeah, I mean that's that probably, was an that, interesting that's one. Sort of mind. I mean, connected entirely to that surf earlier on is that, and and what we were saying earlier about this sort of North Coast surf is that if you if you go and have an expectation, if you put a heavy expectation, a burden, we've said this a few times over the over the last sort of year in this in the show, a, a, a burden of expectation on anything, you're often only going to be let down by it. So to approach it with a, as lower expectation as possible, or that you don't expect anything from it. Conversely, then you can only be, uh, if you like, surprised by the joy it can give you. But again, if you're putting true joy into something, which you do with surfing, to put true joy into any activity is never to level an expectation on it anyway, because the two don't quite go together. It's only in releasing the thing from any of your own expectation that you put on it that you can really dial in that joy and of course when you put that raw kind of if you like unadulterated uh, happiness and joy into something you're, you're going to get good things back from it it's it's why I think of surf forecasts as being a blessing and a curse yeah all at once you know the recent surfs we've had have not even had stars from Magic Seaweed. Now, you're not aware of Magic Seaweed. They give a star rating for swells. Um, if you're used to Surfline over in the States or you Surfline down in, in Australia as well, because I know Surfline is popular in, the, mm -hmm. in in Australasia as well, then it might be a bit different. But I th I, I'm sure Surfline have a rating as well. I'm sure they have something yeah. out there. But anyway, it's given us no expectation because the, the rating we've been given has been a low rating and yet the surf has been so so much fun and and, oh. and now i've had so many more surfs where the rating's been really high like dark stars lots of you can you can get the maximum rating is five dark stars and i've had, i've been really disappointed on some of those ones and you know it's interesting as well because there was a time where there wasn't surf forecasts and it was probably a simpler time in many ways but you would have also missed a lot of surfs. Yeah. And so I think everything swings in roundabouts. I think people people do this thing where they harp back to, oh, the good old days where there was no surf forecasts and you just turned up and you got what you got. And, and I like that. I think there's well, a on lot the North of Coast, merit to, in that. You had to phone up uh, Eyeball Surf Check or Trev, Trevor Toes Lumley. Trevor Toes. And you just got to the beach and you and you did it. Uh, except now, you know, is it is it better? Yeah, overall, because you can organize your life. And we can make things happen. And, and it's kind of funny, but I think it would be a good experiment. It would be a good thought experiment to go a month without looking at surf forecasts and still go to the beaches you it's normally like go to. It's like a weather forecast, like my granddad used to say. Yeah. How do you know what? It's, just look outside. Yeah. That's, <laughs> what, what have you heard? If you want to know what the weather is doing, yeah. open your curtains. I know. Well, have you <laughs> yeah, Same with the surf the, what's, hey, what's the surf doing? I don't know. Go and have a look. Look at it. Look at it. Have you heard the Irish one on that? No. They go, um, what's the weather doing? He goes, open the curtains, look out the fucking window. That's their, yeah, that's there we their, go, yeah. That's their line. They just like, you know, because it's true, isn't it? Um, but any, anything on surf media, segment number four? Joe, I haven't, I haven't had time to watch anything. Nothing. I've been watching Kale Brock. Yeah. Who I really like. I've actually, I've actually warned him a bit more lately. Yeah, he does having, some good stuff. Having watched him even more. I'm sure we'll get him on the show one day. And, um, good, good lad. And also, just, um, it's 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 the board review stuff he's done is great. He he yes, he's reviewed it with a real like proper lens of I don't care who I'm talking about with this brand now this this shaper brand and whatever and 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 
And fair play to the shapers who have then thrown in boards because they're getting that risk too because they might get given a, a, a shocker of a review. And we've always said that as well, right? If we do that, yeah. we'll just be as honest. We're honest. You've got to be honest. buy our um, review, if you like. Yeah. If it's, if it's crap. You could pay for us to say it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no point saying something's good just because you get the cash for it. That's it. That's it. And, and that's what's good. I think you can tell with, with his surfboard reviews. He's also got, got a lot of surf skate training uh, stuff as well. Um, and I just like, I like his approach. Um, he, he, he's an articulate bloke um, and a good surfer who, yeah, is surfing at a very, very high level, but not professional level. Mm. And and but but a level that that's that's almost aspirational too, yeah. like like just good calves and good snaps. And he's interested in nutrition. He does a lot of nutrition stuff as well. I mean, nutrition he's done a couple too. of films about yeah. longevity and and, yes. and and the gut. So check out Kale Brock. So yeah. that I'm sure you've heard him before, but if you haven't, just and and, it, and for me, his, my favourite is his two part series he did on the um, Melbourne Wave Park. Yeah, he t- tries that. tries out ten book ten different boards and. I won't, I won't spoil it, but it's quite, it's quite a surprise what comes up on, mm. on those reviews. So just have a look at that. But um, yeah, Kale Brock. Check him out. Check him out. Check him out, mate. Guys, thanks for joining thanks us. Thanks for in the joining cold us. In hope the, hope the sound's been okay. Yeah, been an outside, this outside broadcast. Yes. Brought to you by the Mindful Surfer. Mindful Surfer with so, the frozen balls. We'll s- <laughs> <laughs> I literally have a, a squirrel size penis right now I'm sure right now right oh yeah right now he says he says <laughs> anyway right on that bomb bombshell we will see you next week cheers guys bye <laughs>